0: I want to minister a message this afternoon simply entitled Plenty. Plenty. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. You've served well today. Let's thank God for these minstrels. I want you to prepare to take your notes today. I want to give this to you. Um, First fruits is what we've been talking about for this will make week five. Understanding the importance of priorities in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of priorities. God will be second to nothing. God refuses to be second. He says in his word, even in the Old Testament, there shall be no other gods before me. We talk about the children of Israel oftentimes and the idols that they created. But the truth is there are believers in 2019 who have created idols in your own life. Don't be quiet. Say amen. Amen. You have created things that you give more attention, more time, and more energy to than you do God. That, my friend, is an idol. We have created idols, things that have taken our focus, things that have taken um, all of our our finances, even. Our energy have been put on certain idols in our lives. But I felt like the Lord said today he wanted to smash the idols in your world. No, No, no. And let me reach a little further. Let me reach for, a little further. Some of you, your significant other is an idol. You know more details. amen to me. You know more details about them than you knew God. Your favorite color, your favorite restaurant. We know your favorite this and your favorite that. But you couldn't tell me how God sounds and what he believes and what his standard is. No judgment. Facts. So it is vitally important that we get rid of the idols. Somebody say, no more idols. And the reason why it's silent today is because you know you got them. Right now, many of us are going through the Rolodex in our minds to try to figure out where the idols are. Trying to, trying to figure out where they lie. But here's, the part, here's, the, here's, here's what you've got to do. You've got to make a decision to destroy the idols. Let me go even further. You got to make a decision. You're going to destroy the idols that didn't even come from you. The Bible talks about destroying your father's idols. How many of you know some things are idols because you were taught to idolize it? The way you worship that chicken. That bird is worship. Y'all can say nothing. We give it our attention. We, we, we give it our focus. We give it our belly. You got to make a decision that you're going to crush the idols. In order to do that, you got to readjust your priorities to match up with God's priorities. That was good, Sherman. Thank you, sir. You got to make sure that you match up your priorities with God's priorities. So if we created for us this month a need for assessment. To find out what has been taking place where God should be placed in our lives. When you think about first, you're thinking first in place. First in time. You're thinking most important. You're thinking highest rank. You're thinking first. First. Right? It's messed us up before. In little kids sports, they say everybody's a winner. No, you're you're, you're a line half. And when my kids come home, we tell them, they would be like, everybody, well, no, no, they did not. We tell our kids right now, no, you lost. <laughs> you're, you're not a winner. you lost today. Now, you might be a winner holistically, but today, you have lost, you're a loser today. And it's okay. You don't have to stay there. So you, some of y'all play games with your kids, and then your kids get into reality in the real world, and they're talking about, hey, everybody's a winner, Why? Why am I not a winner? No, you lost. <laughs> y'all quiet in here. Now, some of y'all stuck in the winning, but i just the win. I'm just, no, you lost. No, no. That marriage was a loss. But you don't got to stay there. Hello? All right. First, though. There's only one first. Right? There's only one first. There's only one individual that can be first. It's only one kingdom that can be first. And the kingdom of God must be first in your life. I love this scripture in Proverbs 3. I've been spending a lot of time in In Proverbs 3 and 9, the Bible starts off by saying, honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. That word honor has to do with weight. To honor someone in in this sense means to give them the proper weight. To give them the proper weight in your life. Everybody cannot be weighed at the same level. Oh, this is good. Everybody can't carry the same significance in your life. Some individuals, it has they, and listen to me. You gotta be okay, I hear you. You gotta be okay with communicating that you don't matter that much to me. I know because you think that's not Christ-like, but Jesus had priorities as well. You think that's not Christ like why well, the Bible talks to you about priorities and then don't want you to communicate it? You think it's Christ like to lie. Or to make let people feel like they're more important to you than they are. Why are you didn't return my text? Because something else was more important to you. I, uh, yeah, y'all been playing around. That's why you're failing that relationship, because you play too much. <laughs> tell Tell the truth. Why do you even call me? It's been two weeks and I haven't heard from you. Listen to me. Your whole attitude, the way you behave, your whole demeanor, that thing. You know what? I can't hang out with that. And guess what? There's a lot of other things that are more important to me than what you are. I know you don't like the way that sounds. But the reason why we don't like that is because most of America are liars. I said it. Liars! Christian liars I know you sitting up in that brown or black chair But a bunch of you in here I'm going to say, give me a camera You are a liar Y'all alright? You got to start telling the truth The truth is what's going to sustain you in the new year The truth is going to sustain Listen to me, a lie never set nobody free I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold this secret because if I hold this secret, I don't want anybody to get hurt. You're hurting them by keeping the secret. I said you're hurting them by keeping the secret. You're not saving anybody by holding that family secret. You know, Uncle Johnny is a nasty man. You better tell on him. I'm not gonna hold that time 50 years old that Johnny was going around touching people. I want to protect the family's reputation. No, you're letting that disease pass on. Somebody gonna get delivered in here. You're letting that disease pass on from family member to family member because you didn't say nothing. Wait, somebody say wait. So something has to have a proper weight in your life, and you have to be okay with communicating to wait when you think about honoring God. Mm-hmm. When you think about honoring God, it's important that you give him the proper weight in your life. Give him the proper weight in your life. And specifically, this proverb encourages us to not just give the weight to anything, but give weight or honor to the Lord. When you see when you see Lord here, it is translated Yahweh. Important that the name of God that you get this is important Yahweh. This name for God comes from the word meaning to be. To be, why is this important? When Moses asked God through the burning bush what to call him, he identified himself as I am right in Exodus chapter 3 13 uh, through 15. He says that an essential fact about God is that he is. Somebody say he is. Come on, say he is. He is. Somebody say he is. Here's the great thing about God. God was here before creation existed. God was here. Listen, when you were born, He will be here. When you die, God is. Somebody say, God is. God is, and that's that's the, that's what we lay our faith on. That's the fact that we put our faith in that God is. What is He? Anything and everything I could ever want or desire, God is. Somebody say, God is. God is. And here's the thing about God being established. This is what the scripture goes forth to say, that we've got to honor God, not just with any old thing, but give me my scripture back, please. Um, It says in Proverbs 3 and 9, but you must honor the Lord, bless his name. You must honor the Lord with your possessions. Somebody say your possessions. You got to honor the Lord with your possessions. Let's talk about that for a minute. I want to talk about your wealth. Can we talk about that for a minute? And and, and it's important for us to have this discussion um, because uh, I I want us to all understand that you've been designated. This is prophetic for you. You've been designated by God to handle great wealth. Now, great wealth doesn't mean that everybody's supposed to be a millionaire. I'm not that preacher. Right. Because some of us, we don't even need a million dollars to fulfill our purpose. Okay right? And, and, and be okay with that, right? I tell people all the time, some of us are supposed to be a thousand there. Come on, praise the Lord. A hundred there. Glory to God. Like, you, you know, a ten in there. I don't know if that's a thing. Like you. <laughs> 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 Y'all all right. But the Lord's been dealing with me very strongly, Prophetess Brittany. He's been talking to me about the importance of understanding that the wealth belongs to his children. Ay, ay, ay. He says, "Sermon people got to understand in 2020 that I am breaking the spirit of poverty off of their lives and I'm losing them the ability to create wealth. Somebody ought to shout right there. And people, some Christians don't like to hear about money. I don't know what's wrong with you though. Because in order to fulfill purpose, you gotta have finances. You need money to pay your rent, man. You you need money to, to, to pay to come on to pay your car note. You need money to take care of groceries. You need money to take of, Kids are expensive. God in mercy. You need money. Somebody say, I need it. I need it. It's the truth. God provides it to you and you need it. And you, can't, you cannot allow poverty to make you afraid of talking about money. Because when you'll begin to align your mouth and your mind with the fact that you've been destined by God to create... And to steward great wealth Then you'll begin to live in it It begins in your mind You are preaching good in here It begins I don't care that your mama Sat on a rock uh, on a rocking chair Your grandmama sat on a rocking chair In a house she did not own For all of her days That doesn't mean that you should live that way I feel the curse breaker in the room today I said I feel the curse breaker in the room today You're going to get out of that place Of just renting And anointing for ownership Is coming upon this people that what we have been before we will not remain there anymore and we will own the land i holler for my own self you got to begin to say that thing over your life you got to begin to decree that thing and you should not apologize for the desire of more god doesn't have any problem with you having a desire for more he just doesn't want you to desire it over him How are you going to be a king that God is king over and have no money? What do you see a broke king? If you're going to rule, you need finances. <laughs> this is good in here. The Lord says when you get it, you got to honor me with it. When you get it, you got to honor me with it. You got to honor me with, you honor me with your possessions. Honor me with your wealth. I want to say a word to you that I want you to write down. Assets. 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 Things that you can acquire that have great value in your life. Some of us have been used to being in the place and in the position where we've had more things that have cost us. We've had more debt than what we've understood about the power of an asset. But what you're about to translate into, I'm prophesying you can take it if you want it. I'll keep it for myself if you don't want it. You're about to be translated into a place where you're going to be faced with terms you've never used before. You're about to be translated into another level of language. I heard the Lord say, I'm about to increase your financial literacy. I wish... See, I'm talking language people don't want to hear. Listen to me. You're, he's about to change your finances. All you have known is pay a bill and live check to check. That's what you've been aware of. Check to check. What if the cycle of check to check could be broken? I see that poverty and I'm sick of it. I see you devil and I'm not afraid of you. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. What if the cycle of check to check could be broken? Aren't you tired of having to check your bank account because you're afraid? Let me say it this way because I'm going to help you. For everything that God has designed for you to do, he's provided you everything that you need. The scriptures say this. He's given you everything you need that pertains to life and godliness remember this when God created Adam he dropped Adam into the garden the garden had everything it needed for him to be able to steward it there were rivers that flowed to the garden in order for you to do what you've been called to do God has established you in the garden he's given you a sphere of influence and he has rivers that flow to it What has happened in the majority of our lives is that we have allowed bad thinking, bad theology, bad culture from our family to lock up and create a dam where the river should flow. The reason why it's a little tough in here right now Because through the power of the prophetic What I'm doing right now is excavating. what I'm doing right now Is that I'm removing the rocks Your bad thinking, your bad theology And your bad family culture That's been in the way of your River getting to you Look at a neighbor that look like they want to go home already And say I'm about to get my river (laughs) So Assets Let's talk about that. What does that include? It includes your income, your possessions, your savings, your 401ks, everything. That is your substance. Somebody say your substance. God said, your substance, I want you to honor me with it. I want you to honor me with this. This is what I want you to write down. We're not to worship wealth. Please write that down because some of you, you're going there while you're hearing me preach. And you think that's what I'm communicating, but I want you to write this principle down. We are not to worship wealth, but we are to worship with wealth. We're not to worship wealth, but we're to worship with wealth. A lot of us, we had no problem running around this place. You sweat your edges out earlier. Your mascara is gone. Your lashes fell off. It's a whole situation what happened earlier. So we have no problem worshiping God with our bodies. But what happens oftentimes is that we do not worship God with our wealth. I'm going to throw something out there that if you can receive it, I hope you can, because we don't trust God. I won't give you something if I don't trust you to manage it. Right? And a lot of that non-trust comes from our father issues in the room. Right? Because he did not provide, provide for you. Then you have a hard time believing that God will. Sherman, you're really doing very well, son. Thank you, sir. It is important that you realize that God wants to realign your life so that you can get what belongs to you. See, the key to more is how you handle what you have. You saw that in the parable uh, 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 of the talents. You saw that in scripture. It's, it's, It's the key to more is how you manage what you have. I told you two things about 2020. 2020 is going to be your year of abundance and your year of what? I said, you year of abundance and your year of what? So you're not just gonna have abundance and then, because listen to me, people get abundance. Think about these people who win the lottery. And if they never have had financial stewardship in place, it's gone. Let's not just talk about the people with the lotto, let's talk about some of you all who get large paybacks from the IRS. When that payout comes, we go to thinking stuff. We don't go to thinking worship. (laughs) So I want to give you some things on how to handle and steward. I mean, it is. It's all good. Here it it is. I want you to ask up front, God, this question. How are you calling me to worship you with my wealth? Before I make any decisions concerning my money and possessions, I want to know how you want me to worship you with it. How do you want me to worship you with it? Not how have I worshiped you with it? Not this is what I've always known. See, because what you've always known doesn't mean that what you've always known is right. Are you understanding this today? But you have to be elevated to another level of thinking and operating, right, to order, in order to get what belongs to you. Here's the second thing I want you to think about. I want you to add a budgeting line to your budget. Here's this budgeting line I want you to add to your budget. God's glory. So that's a budgeting line I want you to add to your budget. God's glory. God's glory. God's glory. I'm going to start planning around the offering that I bring to the Lord. Now, before you go into thinking I'm just speaking about money, I'm speaking about your time, your talent, and your treasure. You need to plan out. See, you start thinking about 2020. Don't let 2020 happen to you. Happen to 2020. How do you happen to 2020? You've got to build a plan. Let me tell you what I did this week. I sat down in my room and I wrote down the hats that I wear. So I I, I wrote down business coach slash motivational speaker. I wrote down profit to America. I wrote down father. I wrote down husband and I wrote down pastor and I set goals for every single thing. I'm not just going to allow 2020 to happen to me. I'm going to happen to 2020. You're not going to change the world without a plan. And your non-committal tell is why you quieted here like that. Because if I commit to something, I gotta stick with it. The silence is deafening. I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm going to teach you anyhow. It is. So I want you to add that line. Here's the next thing I want you to do. Okay? <laughs> I want you to stop using money for every priority. For every other priority other than God. I want you to stop using money for every other priority other than God. Meaning that I want you to get from God what should be the priority in your life. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You're not putting stuff first. You're not just putting stuff first or before. You're getting the priority list from God. You're learning what it is that you're supposed to do and then apply those things. This is what I'm not talking about. It's your bills. I'm not talking about that. Take care of your bills. Somebody say, pay your bills. bills. What I'm talking about is you dedicate your money to other things that have become priority. Movie nights, when you don't need a movie, you've seen enough movies all your life. Are you hearing me? That's what I'm saying. Arrange it in the way that it needs to be arranged. Is this good to you? I'll make it holler in a minute. I promise. You know, because some of y'all are like, can we we get some joy? Yeah, here it is. I'm giving you work right now. Proverbs 21.20. Put that up. Proverbs 21.20. Proverbs 21.20. Proverbs 21.20. Praise God. And the Bible says, there is desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise. But a foolish man what? I can't hear you. A foolish man what? A foolish man wastes what they have. How do you waste? Having the wrong priorities. A wise person is productive and therefore earns money. Okay. He saves it rather than consumes it for the purpose. uh, For the purpose of all of these other items and things that are out there. He saves in order to be able to make sure that he can fulfill purpose. Wealth is given for purpose. Once you're in purpose, you'll have the extra to live out whatever desires and wants that you have. Purpose will prosper you. Write that down. I may have to sacrifice for a moment, but if I get into purpose, purpose will eventually prosper your entire life. Can I tell you a secret? I'm not afraid of y'all looks that y'all are giving me right now. Because some of y'all demons, is, I mean, are manifesting on your face right now. Amen. It's very important that you grab a hold of the fact that God is saying, I want to. It is my heart to give you wealth, but I have a plan for it. But please do not think that his plan does not include your prosperity. See, a lot of us have been afraid to release what belongs to God because we are afraid that he's not going to give us any for ourselves. How are we going to take vacation, Lord, if I'm giving you seed? Yes. Yes. How? Wow, See, but I can tell you, as a person that made a commitment to honor the Lord with my possessions, I go where I want to go. Y'all quiet him. Yeah. <laughs> I go where I want to go, and I go when I want to go. It ain't no, and I don't got a fly spirit, because I waited to the last minute. Oh, I said it on the mic. I'm happy Disney bought them because enough is enough. flew that thing two times.' I'm like, it's not a spirit, it's a demon. It is a spirit from hell It's what it is. Sick of that airline. <laughs> I hope you don't, you know, nobody know executive for spirit, uh, you know. I'll come in and do consultations for y'all, help, help you take your business to the next level. Squander it. Say, you're preaching sermon? You're preaching. Thank you. Listen, you've got to understand that God wants to use this. I have a question for you. I wanna, let's just dream together. Can we do this the last Sunday? Let us dream together. I have a question for you. What if you would be able to travel the world proclaiming the gospel? What if, what if you could adopt as many orphans as you want? What if you could create things that make sure people are no longer dependent upon the government, but Christians become storehouses? (laughs) What what, what if you became the storehouse that took care of poverty in a whole city? Y'all ain't dreaming big enough. What if you were? You see, listen to me. What if you were the one that funded missionaries that went around the world and served? I don't know, what, what if you was the one? Somebody say, What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? You gotta move past. I gotta pay my bills. That's how we treat God. What's the Destiny Child song? Yeah. Yeah. Can you pay my telephone bill? Hey. And maybe maybe then uh, I don't know it. That's what y'all be saying to God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all say to God. 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 Somebody say, what if? "What if? What if you could build schools in places that had horrible education systems, and you could make sure that every child had what they need, and you could send food home with those child children every single day? What if? What if you could be the answer? What if?" What if the biggest dream that you ever seen in your heart was not something that you made up as a child, but it was God's reality for you? What if... What if God had put you in place to transform a whole nation? What if? What if you were created to make the songs that the world sings? What if? What if you are supposed to put something in the air and take back the airways? What if? What if you were supposed to be on NBC, ABC, CBS? What if? What if you were supposed to create content on BET? What if? But if you stay stay in a place of being in poverty, thinking and holding back what God is giving you, you will not. I said it. You will not get to where God wants you to go. Stewardship is going to be the key that unlocks the door to your destiny. What if? What if? What if you could build your own hospital? What if? What if? What if? What if you built your own television station? What if? What if? What if you were the one? I believe that it's not a what if. I believe you're the one. Uh, y'all don't want this. Okay. I'm just looking for 10 that got this. I, 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 I believe you are the one. I don't... I believe that God doesn't have to look for another. I wish somebody just wave your hand like this real quick and say, God, here I am. I am the one. You don't got to look to the left, God. You don't got to look to the right. You found somebody who will fulfill your dream in the earth. You see I'm almost done. Wealth is something you're supposed to have. I am a poverty uh, prosperity. I'm gonna say it wrong. I am a prosperity preacher, and people are like, "Oh, you're a prosperity?" Yes, I am. What's the what's the what's the what's the alternative? Poverty. I believe that we're all supposed to prosper. Write this definition down. Then I'm out of here. Prosperity is to have everything you need to fulfill the purpose of God in your life right now. Prosperity is to have everything you need to fulfill the purpose of God in your life right now. Okay, some of us, I'm going to say this very strongly. Some of us, we cannot praise because poverty is holding your ankles. Take me back to my scripture, Proverbs 3 and 9. All of that was intro. Here's the message. (laughs) Honor the Lord with your possessions. Honor the Lord with your possessions. Manage what you have correctly. Let's translate it. Manage what you have correctly. How do I do that? By making him first. The whole concept of first fruits is that I'm going to give God the first of all of my increase. Of everything that's come in, I'm going to present it to the Lord. I'm going to give it to the Lord. That's what we're doing the last Sunday of January. We as a congregation are bringing God our first fruit. Somebody say, yes, we are. Yes, we are. The last Sunday in January, we're bringing God one week's of salary to God. We're doing it as a congregation. Why? Because he's a priority to us. It's a priority. We've taught it all this If you missed any part of the series, go on YouTube and watch it. But I'm telling you, we're doing it. But this is my favorite part. Verse 10. This is the message. After you have studied what I've given you and you studied it the right way, your barns will be filled with plenty. The word over your 2020 is plenty. It's the Hebrew word sabah. And this is what it means abundance. If you didn't hear nothing else I said, I bet you'll hear me now. The word over your 2020 is plenty. You will no longer live in the place where you don't have enough to fulfill purpose. And once you get into purpose, God will begin to prosper you in a fresh way. The word over your 2020 is plenty you are not going to be in the place of having the desire to fulfill purpose but not having the resources to do it you will no longer be in the place where you can hear the call of god telling you dream the dream live the dream but not have the resources to manifest it this will be the year hear the word of the lord where the lord is releasing you to enter land called plenty and whatever you need to do the purposes of god in your life if you st- doing it well the way he tells you there is going to be plenty beyond your imagination and the plenty will not only hit your life but the plenty is going to overflow to everything around you your children will experience plenty your family will experience plenty your business will experience plenty everything around you is about to be touched with plenty i'm telling you by the word of god that the enemy has wanted to keep you in a land of not enough and some of you has been 10 years and some of you has been 15 years but i feel the grace of god hitting the room right now to bring you into the place of plenty i'm telling you your years of of having not enough are broken off of you lift your hands now